Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Wouldn't it be great if we had a passenger rail line between Chilliwack and Surrey? Something regular, something reliable that commuters could really count on. Well, we did back in the day have this, but it stopped running in 1950. I I love it. I think it's a great idea. And it's actually coming up for discussion at the Union of BC Municipalities convention this week. Now, our next guest, Rick Green, is happy about that. He is the former mayor of the township of Langley and president of the South Fraser Community Rail Society. Good morning and thank you for joining us. Good morning, Simi. Good to be here. Why are you so passionate about this? Uh, Well, this is something that um, I initiated back in 2009. I was very fortunate to uh, uncover a master agreement uh, that uh, was due to expire in about six months at the time uh, to allow passenger rail. Uh, The provincial government of the day in 1988, uh, when they ceased operation of their BC Hydro Freight Division, uh, they sold everything off and they wanted to sell the whole thing, but the cabinet of the day said, no, we're going to protect the corridor, keep it for public use, and protect passenger rights for future use, uh, uh, future use in rail. So those rights are there if we want to use them. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, it's, it, it just makes so much common sense. I mean, no matter how you, how you cut it, we've been on this, um, as I say, since 2009. But an interesting thing, between 2009, it was one thing to renew it, which we got all the municipalities south of the river to endorse it, we got it renewed. Um, unfortunately, between then and 2017, uh, nobody wanted to suggest that we could use diesel power up the valley just because of the Fraser Valley airshed. It's a polluted airshed, um, uh, quite dangerous. There's been a number of studies that have been done on it. So it was the advent of hydrogen rail in 2017 that was introduced in Germany. Uh, it's now in full operation. It's in about five different countries. It's expanding throughout the world. It's going into California. Um, and this is uh, the only emissions from that is water vapor. Uh, it's state of the art, um, state of the art hydrogen rail. Uh, it would just be a, a, just a boon to the economy, uh, to the environment, to access to jobs. Um, I could go on. Now, I was going to say, you really are passionate about this. But let's talk about the difference this could make in just terms of getting people off the road, even opening up options for, for housing, right? And perhaps areas that people hadn't thought of before. You know, exactly. And, and one of the things that, uh, let's start with the, 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 the first need, is interregional transit south of the river, which we don't have. There's 1.2 million residents south of the river. We do not have interregional uh, transit. So go to uh, the, our choices. Our choices are buses on Highway 1. Well, that's ridiculous because the congestion on Highway 1 just wouldn't handle it. We're talking about high, widening Highway 1. Uh, the reality is widening to Sumas Way, uh, and that's just been recent, recent announcement from the province, won't be completed for another 10-plus years. Um, I can tell you it's totally congested now. When it is finished, it'll be three times, congestion will be three times worse than it is today. So what are your other options? The only option is passenger rail. And, you know, it's, it's happening throughout the country, throughout the world. Why can't we do it here? 
Well, We've got our own corridor. You're right, though. Why can't we do it here? So then, Rick, from your perspective, from what you've seen, what are the holdups? Why haven't we done this? To be honest with you, it just hasn't been seriously thought of. And we've got uh, TransLink trying to protect their turf, uh, mainly. Um, when I hear that TransLink's, one of TransLink's priorities, with the greatest of respect to Simon Fraser University, when I hear that one of TransLink's priorities is a gondola to SFU, I rest my case. Um, they are, and, and what most people don't seem to realize, that TransLink are only responsible by provincial legislation for Metro Vancouver. Right. They are not concerned one iota anything east of 264th Street in the township of Langley. But and then I guess, as mayor, I guess with that, I wonder then, isn't it incumbent upon the Fraser Valley Regional District to really put this on the table and say, we need to do this? Well, in fairness, I think it's it's going to be a provincial initiative. Uh, it was a provincial initiative to stop passenger rail in 1950. It's going to be a provincial decision to start it up. No different than the West Coast Express, which was started up in, what, 1995, I think. Um, the same type of thing applies. Now, what we're talking about here is a seven-day-a-week operation, 16 hours a day. Um, it would vary in terms of service times, half hour in rush hour, hour uh, non-rush hour. Uh, 16 communities that would serve. You'll hear Transic every once in a while come out with, yeah, well, it doesn't serve population centers. The exact opposite is true. It actually shows why they don't understand. Um, uh, they have never allowed us to even present uh, the, uh, uh, the format that we're proposing for the South Fraser Community Rail. Uh, I provided you with a copy of our community business case that we've done. It's an 86-page mm-hmm. document. And it covers every conceivable element pertaining to this uh, this suggestion, this proposal. You have done a lot of work on this. How long would it take then? Uh, give me, for a commuter or somebody who might be interested in this, Rick, give us an idea of, uh, from a consumer perspective, what would it be like to use this? If you were to go from, we estimate, and, and again, uh, Simi, this is, these are estimates, obviously, uh, but we're talking about 14 rail transit hubs uh, throughout the valley. From Chilliwack through to the Patella Bridge Skytrain Station, we're talking about roughly 90 minutes. Um, some people will say, well, the tracks aren't uh, up to standard. Nothing could be further from the truth. They have used those tracks to return co- uh, empty coal trains down into, into the States through Huntington, which goes on, which 90% of that is on the interurban corridor. So, and we're talking heavy rail there. So, these tracks are up to standard. They're they're on. They they have to be built to national standards for sure. Um, Cost wise, these this is pennies on the dollar compared to SkyTrain. Um, if you if you talk about SkyTrain, and let's not forget the SkyTrain to Langley City, they talk about it costing three point nine billion dollars. We estimate it's going to cost nothing less than five point five billion dollars because of the construction problems over the Serpentine Flats and what have you. Um, and so we're talking about over $300 million a kilometer. This could be, this could be uh, reactivated at a cost of about $12.5 million a kilometer, and that would pay for rolling stock, road gates, uh, passenger platforms. We're talking yeah. about European-style platforms, not the 
traditional SkyTrain stations that were that uh, are in place now. Rick, I think though, you know, I think the general public would be like, yeah, sure, let's do this. I mean, Chilliwack, to, you're talking Chilliwack to downtown Vancouver in approximately two hours, right? Ninety minutes to New Westminster, yeah, half an yeah. hour, thirty-five minutes beyond that to get on SkyTrain and go to downtown Vancouver. That's amazing. If you don't have to get in your car and do that, my question to you is then. How do you make this happen? Well, <laughs> is that the UBCM been, this week? What's next? Well, we've been we've been at it uh, quite heavy. Now, I hope the resolution gets to the floor at UBCM. Uh, God knows, I've been I've been at UBCM a number of years, and they have a lot of resolutions to deal with. So, whether they get to it or not, we're hoping we get the endorsement of everybody, uh, and that they uh, that they see the need for this. We've been working with the provincial government. Um, oh, I guess the last seven years. Uh, numerous meetings, more than I care to think about. Um, so it's really a matter of the uh, provincial government ma- government making the decision. Uh, it's an absolute boon environmentally, economically. Um, you know, as you say, like, why isn't it happening? That's what most people say. How would you envision this being paid for? Like, you'd obviously pay to get on this, but what do you think is a, the price point that people would pay to do this? Well, I... Uh, I would think that it would probably be similar to uh, to West Coast Express, um, but that would be something that would have to be decided. I mean, you know, all transit is subsidized. Let's not kid ourselves. Um, that, that's for sure. It depends on what the capital cost is to implement a transit system. So, um, you know, the cost would be, I think, would be uh, when you take a look at gas costs today and everything else and cost of time sitting in traffic, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, um, you know, I mean, it is just a it's a it's a remarkable opportunity. It's a priceless opportunity, frankly, and we are we are hoping upon hope that we have UPCM support and that we and we will continue our campaign uh, with the province, um, talking to cabinet ministers, talking to the premier. Um, so we're looking forward to it. Well, thanks so much for your time on that this morning. No problem. Anytime. I look forward to hearing more about this, as in, let's make this happen. That is Rick Green, former mayor of the township of Langley and president of the South Fraser Community Rail Society. I love the idea of some kind of rail link, whether you're talking electric train or whatever, uh, between Chilliwack and Surrey. I think it is needed. I hope to see the UBCM discuss that this week and that the provincial government pays attention to this. Yeah, like, sure, widen Highway 1, but maybe we should be throwing even more options at that corridor. What do you think?